everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of Let Me Talk. I'm Justin. I'm Corlin. And we don't know what we're doing. No. Uh, we came up with an idea <clears throat> to talk about things, and uh, that's what we're going to do today. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. Everybody we have no seems, script. Everybody seems to like things, and I think Just there's a, a lot of things jibber, jibber. out there to talk about. So. Yeah. Um, we have no script, no guidelines. And we didn't even know we were recording until about twenty minutes ago, <laughs> so this should be fun. <laughs> okay, I got a, I, um, I got something to talk about. Yeah, let's hear it. What about uh, Bird Box? I haven't seen it. Oh, you still haven't seen it? But no, you've seen I haven't it. seen it. You have seen a Quiet Place, though, right? Yes, I have. And wasn't it you that told me that a Quiet Place was based off the book that Bird Box is? No, I've never said those words. Somebody told me that. and It was not me. Okay. Well, if you haven't seen it, that doesn't really work. But it's not bad. I've, I believe A Quiet Place is better, but you need to watch it that uh, way. We we could for sure have a full-blown conversation about that if you find yeah, watch it. Yeah, I, I am enjoying uh, all of the memes Yeah, that have come with it. They are, uh, they are hilarious, and I, I really appreciate them. Um, The movie just didn't really appeal to me that much, but if I'm being honest... I thought A Quiet Place was good, but yeah. like I didn't think it was as great as everybody said yeah, it was. Yeah, you didn't. I was overly hyped about it. Like it's it's the first movie that like, I have okay. bought in a couple of years. I mean, I rem- I stopped buying movies a while ago, and that was the first one I was super excited to purchase. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought it was kind of it had some goofy writing. Like he didn't have to die. Yeah. Nope. Spoiler alert. I guess <laughs> I just said that first. Sorry. But I guess the spoiler alert's no good. But you know, post mortem. I, I do agree. I do agree with that part, especially how it happened, because there was stuff around that I thought could have been used to. Uh, since yeah. we already spoiled it, there there was stuff around that could have been used to distract. I think more so than what he did. Yeah. So. And 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 they're also talking about making a sequel, which I know mm. at the one one point in the movie we saw. Um, we saw like all of the houses light up. Yeah, as if there were other people. Which I guess I could follow one of them. I don't really want to see uh, Jim Halpert's family without him. Yeah, but he was uh, kind of the the star power of the whole. Yeah, I mean, well, he directed it, so. it. Did he write it too? He he, directed he took over. He took the script that was originally written for it, and he did rewrites with it, and like kind of made it his own thing. Gotcha. So it might have okay. been similar. Two, somebody told me that it was based off Bird Box is a book and it was based off that. And it might have been closer to the original book before he took it over. Well, Bird Box is definitely getting all the memes. I might watch it one day. I just don't. Even when I saw the previews for it, I just didn't really. I never thought, like, oh, yeah, I got to see that movie. I was just. And go ahead. I was going to say, and now I definitely just, with all of the hype around it, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm more turned off by it. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, that's all. It was really, it was really hyped up. Like, I was, I was excited to watch it because Sandra Bullock was in it, and her doing yep. a Netflix movie was like intriguing to me. Like, I figured well, Netflix is huge. It is huge, but like, she, other than like the Coen Brothers doing a movie and stuff like that, like she's the first like major person that really caught my eye. That was like, wow, they're in a free movie, like. It, it was surprising that she was in it. She was really... I thought she was good in it. How much do you pay for Netflix? I don't know. 
it's not it's free. not free, but every, <laughs> it's like an iPhone. Everybody has one, so oh yeah, those definitely are free. Yeah. Um, so let's let's shift away okay. from Bird Box and let's go into a major life change that you and I currently or recently uh, went through um, regarding uh, fandom. Okay, and you know, yeah, you know where I'm going with this. I do, I do. Uh, the right. the organization of uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, and yeah, and how it might come back. Our decision might come back to bite us if it, certain yeah. hiring decisions are made. The off season could uh, really come back to bite us in the butt. But yeah, karma. I don't. But I'm happy. I am too. I guess it, we should maybe explain what what it is after um, today, though, with the uh, Colts dominating in the uh, wild card game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not upset with our choice at all. Like I've been a fan. So, yeah, so some background. Yeah. Cortland and I were Bengals fans. Mm-hmm. And Still are. Fans of yeah. the team. Uh, fans of the I'm, team. I'm trying to separate completely. I'm trying to uh. Dennis system them. Uh, separate entirely. Um, we were fans, and of course, if you're a fan of the Bengals, you're used to not only the losing, but like the mockery and ridicule that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, Bra- so the Bengals had an offensive coordinator, Hugh Jackson, right? Yep. Okay, Hugh, offensive coordinator. Off- uh, can't talk. Okay, <laughs> offensive coordinator. And he became a head coach of the Browns, and he was doo-doo garbage. Mm-hmm. How, what, what was his record as the Browns head coach? Three, Do you know? 36 and 1, I think. Three wins, 36 losses. And one tie. And one tie. So oh, my win. God. If you got three out of 36 on a test, would you do very well? No. Okay, yeah, I didn't think so. So anyway, so the Browns, the only team worse than the Bengals, as far as like ridicule goes, um, yeah, they fire him. So they didn't even want him anymore. Mm-mm. So what do the Bengals do? They snatch him up as something. As I don't a, even think he has a real job title. I believe his title was special assistant to the head coach when they brought him back. Assistant to the regional manager. Yeah, basically he was the Dwight Schrute of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. And that that's good. That's a good uh, comparison to Michael Scott to Marvin Lewis. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, except Michael Scott was somewhat competent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the Bengals, they've kept Marvin Lewis for way too long. He was the head coach for like 16 years. And yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say he didn't have a couple of good years in there and he didn't take them to the playoffs, what, three times? Uh, but yeah. In between, like each of the really good seasons, were like five really bad ones. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, like seasons that would have gotten anybody else fired. So he never really should have had the opportunity to have those good seasons yeah. because he should have been fired. But the Bengals pick up Hugh Jackson, and I remember that first game that the Bengals played the Browns. Uh, somebody on the Browns, I don't know what their names are. Um, Who? They intercepted a pass, mm-hmm. and then like they taunted Hugh Jackson. And, like, nobody did anything. Hugh Jackson just took it. <laughs> and I was so mad at that. Like, get suspended. Push him. Yeah. Shove him. Punch him. I don't care. Show some emotion. You know, but instead he's like, oh, well, you know, I am terrible. <laughs> um, for me, for me, that was the turning point. I don't know about you. What, what, what was your turning point? For the Bengals? For, or Hugh Jackson on the Bengals? The Bengals. Well, all of it. Well, the difference between me and you is that I... I am from the state in which the Bengals are part of. So I have the... Uh, You're like five minutes away from me. <laughs> yes, but still... Don't give me that crap. Still, still I have the... I have the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
hometown. Yeah, whatever whatever that's You're called. You're a homer. I am. I'm a Speaking homer. Speaking of homer, we'll talk about that in a minute too. <laughs> I uh I have some some state pride involved in them more so cuz I never I went to a school that didn't even have football. So everything that's been based on football for me started with the Bengals. Um and it's always been fun to watch them until recently, obviously, because the thing that just drove me crazy the most about them, it they started when they started tapering off these last couple of years was the worst. But the thing that started building up was when they would get to the playoffs and just lose in spectacular fashion. That yeah, they wouldn't do anything, and it dry that drives me crazy for any team. It doesn't have to be the Bengals. It's like Notre Dame getting killed, Oklahoma getting killed in the college football playoffs, like the Dodgers in baseball. They're another team we'll be talking about later, but they're that team that has the ability and uh, talent to get to the playoffs or even a championship, and they just can't ever perform. So that leading up was my biggest downfall of them, but I was like, you know what? Next year, they'll make it. They'll win a game, and it'll it'll all be over. But they just kept losing and losing and losing. And now yeah. they've had the consecutive years without a playoff berth and all that good stuff. So I'd say that's so where under I'm at. Mar- yeah, under Marvin Lewis, uh, they went 8-8 eight and eight in his first two seasons. Mm-hmm. Then they went 11-5, and five and they lost to the Steelers in the first round in the wild card game. Then they went 8-8, eight and 7-9, eight, and, and 4-11, missing the playoffs. Um... Then they went ten and six and lost to the Jets. Then Jeez. four and twelve, and I think that was the draft that gave us Andy Dalton and mm-hmm. um, AJ Green. Uh, then they went nine and seven, lost in the first round. Ten and six, lost in the first round. Eleven and five, lost in the first round. Ten and five, lost in the first round. Twelve and four, lost in the first round. So we're talking. This is a team that clearly had a wide open window. Um, they finished third in the AFC North, second in the AFC North, first, second, first in those five in that five year span. And in the years since, they've gone six and nine, seven and nine, six and ten, and missed the postseason altogether. So the window was wide open. It was wide open, especially in that twelve and four season. That was their year. I think was that the year Dalton got hurt, like in week fifteen. I think so. Okay, so in the years since then, six and nine, seven and nine, six and ten. Um, no head coach, I I personally don't believe would have survived this long. Oh, he was one of the most tenured head coaches. It's um, amazing his time. Yeah, yeah, it really is. His time had come and gone, and the Bengals did finally fire him. Um, unfortunately, after that week where they played the Browns, you and I had a conversation, and we switched our allegiance. Something that is not to be taken lightly. <laughs> I mean, that's a big deal. And, yeah. Well, in terms of yeah, you think of everything just your whole lifespan, but also to like merchandise, like products, stuff. You oh yeah. Decorated your house. You have passed down in your family. Like I don't have anything like that. So I guess maybe the breakup has been a little bit easier for me, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had like jerseys. I have a Dalton Jersey and a green Jersey and I have right. a couple of t-shirts. I don't really have any decorations. I guess do you have decorations? Put I, up? I hit not like a ton. I have more reds than Bengals. Yeah. But, I think it's because my wife likes the Reds more than the Bengals, but yeah. um, she doesn't like it. She actually was a Steelers fan when we got oh, together. So man. yeah, I don't know how we ever made it. Um, well, at least she's a Vikings fan. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that get, get you kind of ruined it. 
<laughs> Spoiler kidding. alert. Yeah. Um, so we made the decision. We made a list that we said we want to find a new team to like genuinely follow. And it, we made some rules. It couldn't be like a top elite team. Sorry, Patriots. Um, <laughs> and it couldn't be a team in the division, right? Right. And we came up with, I think, four teams. The Titans, the Colts, the Broncos, and the Vikings. Now, before we tell everybody that, I'm just going to double check. Uh, I believe <laughs> I know where you're going a couple of those might be in the AFC South. Not the same division. AFC North is. AFC North is. I I was taking that as conference in terms of AFC. AFC. Oh no no, just not the same. It could be an AFC team. Okay, yeah, not, not in the AFC North, North division. I okay. couldn't see myself ever rooting for the Steelers, uh, Ravens or Browns ever. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Browns fan. I'm married into it. Gross, gross. Um, so we came up with those four teams: Colts, Broncos, Titans, and Vikings. We eliminated the Colts pretty early on, I feel like, didn't we? Yeah. we Wasn't uh, it between the Broncos and the Vikings? The Broncos and the Vikings were the top two. The Titans, for me, was a top contender because, uh, I, it's funny, I actually uh, talked, when me and my wife like got married, we were talking and watching games, and we said, what is a team that we could root for together that doesn't like tear us apart? Because she's Browns, I was Bengals at the time. And we looked at the Titans, so like I had, I had watched the Titans and the Vikings too. That's why they were a top team. But you yeah. didn't really have any ties to the Titans at all. No, I had no ties to them. Uh, the Broncos, I was a fan of like John Elway when I was a mm-hmm. kid. The Colts, uh, just regionally, they're probably the next closest team to us. Yeah. Uh, but we ultimately went with the Vikings. Um, at the time, I believe they were like six, six and one. Yeah, they were. Uh potentially struggling i mean they didn't make it in but they were really on the bubble when we started yeah. falling in. that's that's a big deciding factor as well so. yeah and it was funny because the first two games that mm. of our brand new fanhood they completely just suck it was terrible uh, they get they get embarrassed on monday night football against the seahawks and it was great though i enjoyed that because the next day what'd they do they beat no, uh, no, they fired. Oh, uh, oh, the John De, De, De Filippo or De, De, De Filippo or De Filippo or something like that. Flip, we'll call him Flip. Flip, yeah, um, they fired Flip. D Flip. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is great because the Bengals would have extended him. Yeah. So it was refreshing to see that, and then they they promote an existing coach uh, to offensive coordinator, uh, Stefanski, Stefanowski. Yeah, they got some name. guys on their staff man that got some really hard names to pronounce. They really do. Um, and he turns around like just beats the snot out of um, mm-hmm. oh god who was it uh, the Dolphins yeah forty one to seventeen against the yeah, Dolphins yeah just kills them um, so it was refreshing to see that and then they won the next game I forget who that was against that was and against it, the Lions twenty seven nine yeah impressive win mm-hmm. and then uh, unfortunately they did lose to the Bears and then the Eagles did beat whoever they were the Redskins I believe it was yeah and and the Vikings were eliminated from the playoffs but that's that's fine. Uh, because I saw, I know, I, I saw some, you know, when there was an issue, they fired the coach, and I feel yeah. like they answered. Uh, you have some a question mark about them, right, with their quarterback? Yeah, with Cousins also, too, because where he's from, Michigan State, I've kind of watched him coming out. And when he was at Washington. You're he, a big Michigan State fan, right? No, not at all. But uh, being an Ohio State fan, uh, the Ohio State, I had 
to watch him a couple years. So watching him come out for the Redskins, I liked him at the Redskins. He kind of was getting um, the cold shoulder in terms of deals, which it was because he was kind of wishy-washy on some occasions, but not as much. And once I figured once he got a deal that he liked, he would stop doing that. Well, he got, let's see here. I believe he got close to like $85 million guaranteed from the Vikings when he signed it's with like them. 85 84 So It's a lot. For three years, guaranteed. So no matter what, if they cut him anything, he's getting that money. And I was like, okay, that's the deal that he needs. And So he he did throw like, I think, 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, yeah. 10 interceptions, which is that's, decent. That's pretty good numbers. Yeah. I'm not going to say he can't do it. No. Um, however, there is, I think he's like five and 25 against winning teams. Yeah. He, um, especially he's five and 25 against winning teams and his, or his, uh, big time games, like leading into playoffs or something that he needs to win is like even worse than that. So it's, he's like the anti Tom Brady. Yeah. He's not clutch. He's the Notre Dame of the NFL. Oof. And I hate to say it because yeah. I mean, he he's is, our quarterback now and he is good. Like, he he is great when he plays great. Like it's yeah. no doubt in my mind that he's a good quarterback. But now that I'm rooting for the team that he's on, it's a little harder pill to swallow. Yeah. Um but we picked the Vikings. Uh they're middle of the road, but they have exciting young talent in Dalvin Cook and Stephon mm-hmm. Diggs. Um Adam Adam Thielen was like dominating yes. the receiving game for like the first like twelve weeks of the season. Um they have a good defense. Um, and then Mike Zimmer, who was a former Bengals coach, and a former uh, Bengals defensive coordinator. I love Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it was just made sense. They uh, the Vikings opposed to the Colts, who had luck, who has been in and out with injuries, and the Broncos. There, which is funny because they had Case Keenum on the Vikings last year, and they might have made it in if they had him again this year. We had that conversation as well, but. Yeah, that's a conversation I've seen going around a lot on Viking social media groups. Really? Um, yeah, you have one group that says should have kept Keenum, and then you have another group that said, you know, we wouldn't have even been in the conversation with Keenum. I feel so I don't, I don't know. I just feel Keenum is the opposite of Cousins. He performs when he needs to. He's not yeah. as consistent in the games that don't matter, like Cousins is putting up the numbers. But when it matters, he can make the plays. I say, you know it. You and I, we were only fans of the team for like the last five weeks or something. <laughs> I say that we have to figure out what goes on with the offensive coordinator. Yeah. See what kind of uh, offense they're going to, going to install and yeah. see how Cousins reacts to it. Yeah, if they, they get a new guy in that knows what they're doing, I think he'll be fine. Because, like yeah. you said, they are so well-rounded that he doesn't have to worry about defense giving up a ton of points and wide receivers are always going to be there because he has just so much he has yeah, and he could too. honestly, he could like Dante Culpepper it because uh, yeah. Dante Culpepper was an okay quarterback. He yeah. wasn't exceptional by any means, but he had Randy Moss and Chris Carter. Yeah, so uh, it really is. Yeah, it's exactly you know, down same the thing. field. He just needs to haul it down the field and let one of them mm-hmm. bring it in. Uh, I mean, come on. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to add on the Vikings? I don't think so. Oh, 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 we were t- oh. we were talking about the karma though. Uh, it is. It appears that the Vikings might be considering. Yes, uh, Hugh Jackson is their offensive coordinator. coordinator which now, suck. the thing is, though, it's offensive coordinator. And yeah. when he was with Zimmer, 
that was the twelve and four Bengals that were unreal. And that they was had talent. that entire stretch of playoffs. It was yeah. the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. And they had talent just like the Vikings have because they had AJ Green, Muhammad Sanu, and Marvin Jones as their top three receivers. So yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to throwing him like a down position, like giving him offensive coordinator, especially with Zimmer. Now, if it was some, uh, like if the Vikings just had some random head coach had nothing to do with Hugh Jackson, I wouldn't want him at all. But. It would be interesting to see. I, I wouldn't be yeah. absolutely opposed to it. Okay. Um, did you want to add anything else? I to, think we're good. Uh, Okay. So let's move on to our favorite baseball team. Yes. The, oh, by the way, we should clarify. This is not a sports podcast. No. But that is what we wanted to talk about today because there were so, so many much. big yeah, so things much with on. sports. Um, our Cincinnati Redlegs. Mm-hmm. They – so last year on Reddit – uh, Dick Williams, the general manager, did a Reddit AMA, which means ask me anything. And I asked him a question. I said, when do you realistically plan on seeing this team contending, uh, not only to get in the postseason, but in the postseason? Mm-hmm. You know, because I want to get back to like the 2012, 2010 yeah. uh, days, uh, for, you know, in recent memory. Um, and he responded back really short, but he just said, we're going to have a lot of money to spend next off season. So we're going to look to get people next off season. And, you know, I figured that's just, you know, fan service. He's just saying that, <laughs> but no, they are doing that. Yeah. Um, we had that horrendous Homer Bailey contract. Gosh. What was it? Five years, a hundred million, 120, I think, or close God. to 120 is too much. And, you know, he had Tommy John surgery, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate, but he just isn't good. He wasn't great before. He just happened to throw two no-hitters, yeah. which, I mean, that's a big deal. I was there for one. It was pretty great to watch. So. Real, oh, I bet it was. I was uh, I was at Scooter's four-home run game, yeah. and that was, oh, my God. It was amazing. That's what, like, um, I love hate. Look, I mean, gosh, no pitcher that's <laughs> – I don't even know of a star pitcher right now. I mean, I, I can't tell you a name off the top of my head that I would give $120 million to for five years. Like, that's – For a starting pitcher? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even give it to Kershaw at this point. I know career. he's, he's That's too old. That's insane money. To I mean, a there's guy younger that had surgery. There's younger players I would give it to. Um, Who are you thinking? Like, well, try to think. Um, God, I'm drawing a blank on who the young guys are right now. Um, who was it that? Um, oh my God! Who played? Uh, for the Rays, who was doing really good this year, Blake oh. Snell. But I don't think I would give him that much yeah. money. Um, Aaron Nola for Philly. Mm-hmm. I'd probably give him that money. Yeah. Um, oh, and Luis Severino for the for the Yankees. I'd give him that money too. Let's see, but yeah, it is risky money to hand out because their arms are so fragile. It, it seems insane. like. Yeah. But um, they did get rid of him for some pretty great acquisitions. I think. Yeah. The Reds managed to trade Bailey and a couple of mid-level prospects for... You're laughing. You're so happy. It's insane. Like, they, yeah. they got rid of the worst contract they probably have ever signed. And yeah. For some absolute studs. Yeah. Uh, they got Matt Kemp. Yep. Aging superstar, but still can, you know, oh, hit up. He'll come you know. in. Yeah, he'll come in and uh, he'll get the team behind him. If we had a DH position, I'd be even more excited about Matt Kemp. But yeah. I'm still excited. Um, but the big one, I think the centerpiece, really, 
I'd say the two other big pieces would be Puig, Yasiel Puig. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he has the potential to hit 50 home runs. Yeah. At Great American oh, Ballpark. Gosh, I know. He is the perfect for uh, Great American Ballpark. It's yeah. Just so and, and he has that cannon of an arm. Yeah. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. Um, But then also Alex Wood, who is a very reliable mm-hmm. mid-rotation starter. Um, I'm not sure. Let me look up some of Alex Wood's numbers. Uh, let me see here. I typed in Alex Woods because I said Alex Woods, but it's Alex <laughs> Wood. My bad. Uh, in 2018, he started 27 games, 151 innings, mm. and he had an ERA of 3.68. Man, that's good. With 135 strikeouts. So I am very happy with yeah. that. Um, didn't walk a ton. He had 40 walks, mm-hmm. 9-7 and seven win loss. Those don't matter, though. It's hard to count that as an actual statistic. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they actually have – Kind of a good team now. Not one I think would get to the postseason. No, I mean, well, I think they'll be knocking on the door. Yeah, they they might squeeze in depending. Um, I saw as soon as they made that trade, like that was speculation. Like immediately after it was announced, like they're saying Reds could make their way into the playoffs this season. I was like, that's that's stretching a little bit, but I get it. I mean, it's possible. Well, we don't know how everything else is going to shake out. Yeah. Injuries with other teams, mm-hmm. uh, players over playing their expectations. I mean, baseball is such a funny sport. You can be on top of the world one day and at the bottom the next. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, there's one big name that's been linked to the Reds for months, and he is still a free agent. And he was a Cy Young winner on a championship team, Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel. He is a ground ball hitting pitcher, which is perfect for a park like uh, GABP. Yeah. But he is wanting five or six years at around oh, like 80 million. Man. Yeah. And he isn't old, but he's not young. He's like yeah. 30, I think. So if the Reds could get mm-hmm. him for four years, I would be all in. For how but much? What would you? Maybe like four and 60. That's, that's not bad. He might take yeah. that. Honestly, if I think there's a real shot at winning now, I might go ahead and just do four and eighty. Yeah, if they can get in, um, because you're you're dealing with an, an aging Joey Votto and a bunch of good players that are no longer going to be cost controlled for yeah after this year or next year. I think Puig hits the open market after this year, right? I think so. So he's just a rental unless he just for some reason loves it in Cincinnati and yeah. wants to stay for a discount. But they're not. I can't see them paying him. A crazy amount of money. They would be. That's the problem is, they need the old school or not? Excuse me, the new school kids to yeah. step up because if they keep bringing in these guys, that they're gonna have to pay. They're gonna run into a Bailey situation. Now Vado has paid out. Vado's contract was not a ton per year because it was so lengthy. That's like twenty five a year, I think. That's. I mean, that's that's still. That's still a good amount of money, but he's he's produced. I would say that he's been worth it up and I mean, he's got four more years I think left on it. So uh till twenty twenty two, I believe. Yeah. Um it's coming in on the three years left. So it'll be so got, interesting to see. I've got a question for you. Yeah. About Joey Votto. Mm-hmm. Um he played hundred and forty five games last year. Mm-hmm. 
and he hit 284. Mm. How many home runs did he have? Do you remember? Last year? Yeah. Mm. It's bad. It's not. Yeah, it's not good. 12. Oh, man. That's worse than I he, thought it was. I was going to get better yeah. than that. He only had 67 RBIs and 108 walks. And that's coming off of a year where he had 36 home runs, 100 RBI, and 134 walks. Man. Um, he also struck out more last year, 101 compared to 83 the year before that. Yeah. So what happened to Joey? Did he just change his approach? Do you think he's regressing? I mean, he is 35 years old. He is old. But I would take it. I would take it as he saw at a year to change some stuff up just to see. Because, you know, older you get, the more. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a minute. It just now occurred to me. In 2017, the year when he hit 34 and 100, Uh he was the second place vote getter for MVP. Really? You don't. Yeah, he lost to uh, Giancarlo Stanton. In 2017? Yes, he was the second place vote getter. I'm gonna look it up right now. It's probably just the loyal fan base. I mean, that's a good year, but I don't know about MVP to be second place in MVP too. I mean, he had a great year that year. Uh, Stanton hit 281 that year. Mm-hmm. He hit 281, had 59 home runs and 132 RBIs, with 85 walks. And where's his strikeouts? Hmm. Strikeouts aren't listed here for some reason. That's weird. Uh, and then Votto came in second place. So they both tied with 10 first place votes. Wow. Yeah. And then the way the rest of the votes fell, it, the total voting points, Stanton had 302, Votto had 300. Mm, man. And then third place was uh, Paul Goldschmidt at 239. So it was the two of them, and it wasn't even close after that. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you're right. That's a great year, but I would have never guessed he got second in MVP. Yeah. Oh, um, in, t- in 2017, uh, Alex Wood was the ninth place vote getter for Cy Young. Ooh. Hmm. No, uh, back to your question of Sorry. Yeah. what's wrong with Votto. <laughs> I th- I think he took it as a year to switch stuff up. Like you get older, you got to see. It's kind of like when you watch old people go golfing, and yeah. they have to completely change their swing so they don't break their back every time they try to swing a club. He might have. It could also be something too where he's like, "Oh, we're not going to compete this year. Right. This is going right. to be an experimental year for me." Yeah, like he doesn't like, work. I'll get back to base. He might. He could have batted right-handed all year. I mean, just to see what it was like <laughs> because he knew that we weren't going to be doing anything. So I wouldn't put it to age or to anything like that. Just maybe seeing what he could do. Just goofing off because why not? Yeah. He's getting paid. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day about it um, with Puig coming in. They were worried about Puig being a little hot headed, maybe um, uh-huh. and maybe disrupting chemistry. And we were I mean, talking, they'll get rid of him. Yeah. Oh, they will. But I think Votto will be great for that if that is the case. If he comes in and has an attitude, I think Votto will be the dude to keep him in check and keep the locker room in check if he has to. Yeah. I would hope that Puig's excited to come to a franchise that 
needs a I guy mean, he's like already him. changed like like the second he was traded, like he changed like his Twitter profile pic yeah. and did all sorts of stuff. Like I think he is excited. I think he's excited that he's gonna like hit a ton of home runs this oh, year. Oh gosh. Um, if he can stay crazy. healthy, it's gonna be stupid. Yeah. Uh I mean it's gonna be just absolutely insane. Um well, one thing one player that kept being brought up during the winter meetings was Corey Kluber from the Indians. Yeah. And how he was a trade target. I honestly, even though he did win the 2017 Cy Young, I am not a fan of acquiring him because he is 32 years old. Yeah, he's up there. And while he is good, uh, they wanted a fortune. They wanted a ton in return, including like Nick Senzel and Taylor Trammell, which I personally think, and maybe I'm overvaluing this prospect, I think Taylor Trammell will be a generational prospect. Really? I think he will be someone who could potentially have a statue outside of the stadium one day. Man, that's I know talk. he's a rookie. I know he's a rookie, but he's already like way overperformed in the minor leagues. And they're saying he's got like all five tools. So I mean, you're talking like a player that could potentially now take this, you know, as me not being an MLB scout or anything, but <laughs> I mean, we're talking like someone when when they say he has all five tools, I'm thinking like Mike Trout, you know. That's another player right. who has all five tools. He can yeah. do everything. So I would not get rid of him. I mean, he's as fa- no. he's almost as fast as Billy. Uh, he can hit like Votto. I mean, <laughs> why would you I get would, rid of him? His biggest never. flaw is defense. Well, but that's something, too. You get up there, it's just, I think it's just a learning curve. The yeah, defense, I'd say, the, you just really have to You just, just got to play experience. on the major stage, yeah. Yeah. And Kluber, like, yes, Kluber's great. Like, don't get me wrong. But I would never trade. I would never trade both those guys. I would trade Sinzel before I trade Tramiel. Yeah. Like, I would not give both of those dudes up for an aging pitcher who, you're right, he won to Cy Young in 2017, but what did he do this year? He didn't do Well, he was was good this year. No, he was good this year. Mm, I mean, Um, but the Indians, I'm talking about. I'm oh, talking the about team, the team in general. In general. Yeah, yeah, he had a 2.89 ERA. Yeah, uh, he was 20 great. and 7, which is stupid. Yeah, that's insane. I don't know what their record was though. I'm trying to find it. Um I just I just wouldn't do that, especially because I don't think they're going to win it this year. Yeah. So I would much rather them keep their, you know, young hotshot prospect for next year and then yeah. just grab a pitcher in free agency. Um, I agree. Let me find here the Indians. Oh, the Indians were 91 and 71. What are you talking about? No, no, no. no. I'm talking like postseason performance. I'm talking oh, Kluber pitching. Oh, once again, I don't know. I know. Yeah. That's, well, my, again, wife's uh, father is a Cleveland Indians fan, so we watch the games. And the Kluber's, they get beat. They, I mean, I know they didn't I win the World Series, sweeped. but. Like, Maybe. I don't remember. By 100%. the Red Sox? Red Sox are, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So that's, um, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to getting Kluber, but not for that. That's steep. Definitely not for that. Um, God, definitely not for that. There was talk of like a Sonny Gray for Scooter Jeanette swap with the Yankees, but I don't want Sonny Gray more than I want <laughs> Scooter Jeanette. I like Scooter Jeanette. Yeah. Um, he's good, and he meshes well with the team. He's from Cincinnati, so just leave him where he is, and... Don't go after crappy Sunny Gray. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just don't want him that bad. Um, let's see, Sunny Gray. 
He had a 4.9 ERA last year. No thanks, Tomer Bailey, number two. Uh, Yeah, I just don't want that. I'd rather have Dallas Keuchel, and I just don't know if that's going to happen. I I would think something is brewing because, you know, we haven't heard anything. Yeah. And we haven't really heard a ton of interest on Keuchel. I'm sure there is, but I just don't know. uh, Keuchel was 12-11 and with a 3.74 ERA. And has one glorious beard. Yeah. Keiko well, just turned said, 31 on really? January 1st. Yep. Well, you did say, too, uh, after the plea trade, that the management announced that they are not done. Yeah, they're not terms done. Of, in terms of big trades. So I wouldn't I wouldn't rule Keiko out. Yeah, I really hope they can get him. Um, What do you want to talk about next? Spring training starts soon. It does. I just saw the schedule. I know. I'm so excited. I haven't been this excited for baseball in like five years. <laughs> I know. There's no reason to really watch. I, I mean, I completely forgot the uh, NFL wild cards were on today. So I, it's just normally I follow along all the way through. But since the postseason's here, I'm out of it. And I guess the Puig trade has something to do with that. That yeah. makes me excited. But yeah, I'm the same way. Um, who do you think will be the surprising Reds player this year? Hmm, I don't know because I'm trying to think who will be taking. Will Kent be taking uh, Hamilton's spot in the outfield? We don't really know. They I don't think they've announced much about anybody. Um, let me see here. Let's see. Let me give you a name. Now, is Senzel supposed to come up? I this believe year? that's the plan. Maybe him. Maybe. That'd be that'd be oh. a good guess. Hey, they announced the um Oh, that kind of stinks. They announced the uh Cincinnati Caravan uh stops and uh guests at each tour. For that. Hang on, let me look it up here. Okay. So the North Tour uh-huh. Stops in Columbus, Lima, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, Hamilton, Ohio, and Florence, Kentucky. It'll have Jeff Picoro, Sour Mono, Cody Reed, uh, General or Senior Advisor to the General Manager Buddy Bell, ooh yay, <laughs> and uh, Player Development Vice President Sean Pinder. Uh, the South Tour will stop in Louisville, Nashville, Bowling Green, Kentucky, Lexington, and Florence. It'll have Marty Brenneman, Tucker Barnhart, Kirk Casali. Uh, Taylor Trammell, who we were just talking about, Tom yep. Browning, and uh, Vice President and General Manager Nick Crawl and Gapper. Oh. Uh, the e- yeah, the East Tour will stop in Athens, Ohio, Charleston, West Virginia, oh. Parkersburg, and Vienna, West Virginia, Huntington, West Virginia, and Florence, Kentucky. And it will have Tom Brenneman, Philip Irvin, Jesse Winker, Stuart, Fa- Stuart Fairchild, Corky Miller, uh, Manager Dave Bell, Wow, that's a good one. And President and COO Phil Castellini. Dang. Holy crap, we're getting a good one, Cortland. Yeah, we're going to <laughs> Athens. Yeah, well, it's in Huntington, too. Oh, no. Yeah, on a Saturday. <laughs> the Athens and, one's on a Thursday. And Quirky Miller. Yeah, and the manager. Dream. I'm excited for that one. I got to meet Marty uh, Brenneman and uh, Brandon Phillips. Uh, and Tucker Barnhart, actually, at the one in Huntington a few years ago. It was pretty nice. It was before uh, Tucker was uh, uh, in the major leagues. Yeah. Um, 
the West Tour stops in Muncie, Indiana, Evansville, Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, Batesville, Indiana, and Florence, Kentucky. And that one has Jeff Brantley and Jim Day. I bet that would be awesome. Uh, Eugenio Suarez, Tanner Rourke, mm. uh, who's also a new addition the Reds picked up from the Washington Nationals this year. Uh, Tyler Stevenson and ba- president of baseball operations, Dick Williams. That's not bad. Yeah, too bad. You know, it might make sense just to go to Florence, Kentucky and see all of them. Yeah. Because they all meet up in Florence on January 20th. There is a Have guy. Have you been to the... Huh? Uh, I was looking at the roster. There's a guy I would like to meet. Uh, his name's Matthew Bowman. And he, it looks like they got him from the Cardinals? I don't know who he is. He's a pitcher. Any relation to you? No, he is no relation to me. Uh, but doesn't mean I don't want to meet him. Just because of the name or just for fun? Probably just because of the name. Just because of yeah. the name. Do you track down all of the, the famed Bowmans? And, uh, I don't necessarily kind of track them down. I'm not on that level. But there is a auditorium at, at one of the Ohio University campuses that's named after me. So... Really? I would say I'm pretty I famous. I did not know that. Yeah. I have my picture in front of it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think uh, pretty close to the end here. What do you think? I agree. I think it was a great uh, first episode other than the technical difficulties, but we got it. Yeah. Well, they're not going to know about the technical difficulties. Well, we could just leave this little snippet in there. Tight. We could leave this little snippet in there and just keep them guessing. That way they're like, what did, That's right. they're like, what where did, did they, they mess do? up? The yeah. show was perfect. They're going to they're listen to it a hundred different times. That way they're like, where is it at? And then they'll analyze everything we say and try to figure out where the mistakes happen. Who are we kidding? There were no, two, nobody, right? Nobody's going to listen to this one. We're joking, we're joking ourselves. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I hope. I hope. I mean, really? Yeah. People will probably listen. And if they do listen, we hope they reach out. Uh, Cortland, do you have a Twitter account? I <laughs> I believe I can still get logged into it. I'm not big on Twitter. But oh, wow. it's easy. I believe it's just at Cortland Bowman. I will double check okay. that before we get off here because I'm not the one uh, to tell you something different. All right. Mine is uh, at Nerds Justin. Feel free to follow us. Um, also, I have uh, another show I work on. It's Nerds with Mikes. Uh, that's why my Twitter okay. handle is Nerds Justin. Um, but yeah, thanks for checking us out. It's the first episode of hopefully many. And uh, not sure when this will go up. It has to get approved through Apple and uh, all of the other podcasting sites. So maybe in a few days, uh, we should be um, entering your ear holes and uh penetrating your brain <laughs> yes at Cortland bowman uh twitter it's at Cortland bowman <laughs> so nice all right well that wraps up episode one of did we set on a title is it let me talk let me talk that's what i have it titled so we'll go with that let me talk all right thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. see you later <laughs>